Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week. Obviously, men's basketball, uh, the whole March Madness. My bracket is absolutely in shambles, but we'll talk about that later. Um, in the NFL, some new trades, some new signings, the whole nine yards. You know, there's no pun intended, but uh, some interesting things that go over there. Also, some free agent signings in the MLB. Um, that we will talk about in this episode. So stay tuned, and this is Just One Dude. All right, welcome back. We have uh, we have a lot to talk about. My bracket is in shambles, um, and I'm kind of depressed about it, but it's whatever. Uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I hope everyone had a great week, a great weekend. Um, there's a lot of sports on. Um, Obviously, the tournament started. That's always a good. It's always a good day if you are um, interested in college basketball or just a basketball fan in general. Um, but yeah, this has been an episode that um, has not been ideal to record, as you can probably hear by now. I sound a lot different than what I do in the studio. Um, I'm currently at home, uh, but I figured I'd still get an episode out, just kind of go over everything that's went down. Um, it's been a doozy. Uh, I fucking recorded the whole episode and then realized that my microphone was muted. So awesome. Um, yeah, I'm never going to get those 25 minutes back in my life. Um, but yeah, let's kick it off with the NBA. Um, just going over the power rankings very lightly, nothing too in depth here, but Phoenix Suns still at number one, Miami Heat at two. Memphis Grizzlies at three. Milwaukee Bucks are now four. Um, they were previously five. Boston Celtics now at five. They're in the top five. They were previously seven. They have um, they have stepped up their offense um, a lot recently. So cool to see them in the top five. Philly is now six. They were still six. I'm kidding. Um, the Warriors have dropped down to seven after losing Steph to a foot injury. Um, we are slated to have him back in the playoffs, but as of right now, it could hurt our seating a little bit, which isn't super... I mean, we're not going to like drop out of the playoffs, but it's just kind of interesting to see that... Um, interesting to see where we end up. Uh, Dallas Mavericks at 8, Utah Jazz at 9, and Denver Nuggets are now top 10. They are number 10. Um... Also, in NBA news, LeBron passes Karl Malone for second on the all-time scoring list. Um, I was watching The Herd earlier today, and Colin was talking about Colin Cowherd, if you do not know that by now, um, or if you just don't watch sports at all, or like sports talk shows. Um, he talked about how this has turned into a legacy year for LeBron. I think LeBron realizes that his team is bad. He's probably not going to go anywhere in the playoffs, so he's just kind of like shocking up his year and just is going for, you know, stats and records in the whole nine yards. Um, just because recently he scored, he's had a bunch of big games, and um, the Lakers aren't winning, but... It's just kind of interesting to see that he's now like started to play well and they're still losing. Um, so I think that means that they should that he should retire. But I know he wants to play with his son. 
It's kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah. Poor LeBron. No, I don't care. Um, I, I, I never liked LeBron really, so um, just kind of my opinion. Uh, an interesting headline that popped up earlier today. Uh, Billy Ray Turner was sentenced to life after found guilty of killing former NBA player Lorenzen Wright. Um, I had never heard of this or anything previous to this headline popping up on my phone, but um, it I, I read over the article and it talks about how Lorenzen played 13 seasons in the NBA before he retired, um, and he played for the Grizzlies for a short. Or, uh, I don't I didn't remember if it says his whole career or if he played. Um, or if he just played a few years, um, but they sentenced um, Billy Ray Billy Ray Turner to life for the murder of him. Um, the article just kind of talks about the whole case and talking about how they found uh, Wright in a field in Memphis where he grew up and um, where he played. So um, it also talked about it being like the most uh, covered um, story in Memphis history. So just kind of interesting to see. Um, I did not know. I had never heard of this beforehand. So um, just a cool kind of update, if you will, on if, if, if anyone was like really on the edge about that. I've really have never heard of anything about it. So. Yeah, uh, moving on to men's basketball. If your bracket isn't in shambles, then um, I tip my hat to you. Uh, I just, I cannot be bothered with this at the moment. Um, there's a bunch of big games, obviously. Uh, my bracket, the one I made on the show, is just not in good condition at the moment. But um, if yours is, then I'm happy for you. Uh, I, I believe there's no perfect brackets left. It was out after the first um, after the first day or the second day. I don't remember, but um, let's talk about some upsets. Obviously, Kentucky St. Peter's is kind of a big one. Uh, now I don't think anyone expected the Peacocks to get past the first round, and they are Sweet Sixteen Sweet Sixteen team now. So um, that's kind of that's kind of cool to see. There's always that Cinderella team, and um, obviously. St. Peter's Peacocks are that team this year. Um, any other upsets that kind of stood out to me? Obviously, the Baylor um, UNC one. Baylor was favorited to go to the Final Four, at least. I don't know if there were so many people that were picking them to win again, but um, they were definitely favored to go far in the tournament, and they are kicked out in the second round. Um by the UNC Tar Heels. Uh, I don't think anyone really saw the UNC Tar Heels coming just because, uh, you know, they were not um, necessarily supposed to be good without Roy Williams. So um, that's also a big um, upset, Baylor being knocked out in the round of 32. Uh, Tennessee and Michigan. Uh, I got to tip my hat to Michigan with the whole Jawan Howard uh, thing. I... I thought they were not going to be even close to a relatively good team this season. Um, they obviously bounced back. They are now a sweet 16 team as well. Um, 
Wolverines taking down Tennessee is just a big one. Uh, I think that hurt a lot of people's brackets. I think ten- a lot of people had Tennessee going pretty far. They played really well all season, and they were they were just highly regarded going into the tournament. So, um, yeah, another big upset was Miami uh, taking down Auburn. It was pretty close in the first half, and then after the Tigers came out of the locker room, um, I just felt like they didn't have any life in them. Their their offense just wasn't there. Jabari Smith didn't play super well. Their defense just was kind of lackluster. Miami just had all the momentum in their direction. Um, that's the thing with these games. It's like it's whoever has the most momentum. Um, that's what I really like about college basketball. Is it's very back and forth. It makes very entertaining games to watch, um, especially in the uh, especially in the tournament. So yeah. Um, Another big upset was uh, Iowa State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin Badgers looked pretty average in this game. Um, I know they're down a few players, so it was uh, it was not super surprising that they lost. I think a lot of people didn't have them going super far just because of the injuries that they have. I think one of their star players is hurt. I don't know exactly who it was or what his name is, but um, yeah, that is another upset. Uh, Iowa losing to Richmond, the Richmond Spiders. It seems like they always get a piece of the pie. Um, they always seem to win somehow. Even if they're like sliding in the bottom of the seedings in the tournament, they always win at least one game. They lost to Providence in the next round, but still. Got to tip the hat to the Richmond Spiders. Uh, is there? There was no really other big upsets. Um, yeah. UConn losing to New Mexico. New Mexico State, a 5-12. Those are always super dangerous. Um, yeah, those were the upsets this weekend. Um, the biggest surprise of the weekend that I think I saw was how good Houston was. Um, down the stretch, their defense was just elite in this their round of 32 game against Illinois. Um, they, they just suffocated the Illinois fighting Illini. Um, granted, Illinois isn't super talented offensively. They only have really like Kofi Coburn and even he, I mean, he had an off game because of how good their defense was. But uh, yeah, I just found it super interesting to see how well they played and just to see how good their defense really was under their coach. Um, and his name is, uh, I can't remember his name at the moment, but um Kelvin Sampson, I think his name is. I know for sure his last name is Sampson. But uh, yeah, Houston Cougars, I would keep my eye on them just because of how good their defense was and how good I think their defense will continue to be. Um, they obviously have a big game against Arizona on the 24th, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to watching that. But um, another big surprise that I watched over the weekend, I have to say, was... Uh, Michigan. Uh, like I said, John Howard's situation just wasn't ideal. I didn't know if they were going to continue to play well or not. So um, props to the Michigan Wolverines. I think, uh, I, I don't know if they'll make it out of this round, this next round against Villanova, but uh, yeah, props to the Wolverines. They, they rebounded after losing their coach for the last five, six games of the season. And um, I think it was uh, I think it was important for them to win 
big. Uh, so with that being said, um, just what I thought the best game that I saw was probably that Arizona TCU game. Um, I think TCU really, really tested the Arizona Wildcats, and um, I just think Arizona iced up and played some of the best basketball in the country. Um, ben Matherin, huge night last night, 30 points, I believe. I don't remember if he had 30 or 32, but um, just shut down a really, really um, super streaky TCU team. Uh, it, it seems like the Horned Frogs were really on the heels of Arizona the whole game. And then, I mean, it went to OT. It was just a super entertaining game to watch in general. But, um, yeah, go Wildcats. I'm a big Wildcats fan after watching that game. Uh, I really like the way they play. I really like their length. I really like the way they run the floor. I really like all the players on their team. Um, but, yeah, that was probably the best game that I watched. Other than that, I think that... Um, I think those were probably the best ones this week. There wasn't really any like super standout games that were like super duper close in the first or second rounds. Other than that one, um, it, they were like all the games were kind of back and forth the whole time, and then like towards the end, one team just kind of reaches out and finishes the job. So yeah. With that being said, upcoming matchups this weekend, the twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Um. Gonzaga, Arkansas play on the 24th. I think Gonzaga still has a pretty good chance to win it all. Um, they just, their roster is so good with Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren and um, Nemhart, and they just, their coach is so good. Uh, I, I think it would be hard to bet against the, the Bulldogs. Um, they play Arkansas, which will definitely test them the way that Memphis did over the weekend. Uh, they play them on the 24th. Texas Tech and Duke also on the 24th. It'll kind of be interesting to see how the Duke uh, Blue Devils and how young they are and how they uh, square up to this Texas Tech defense. The Texas Tech defense definitely won them that game against Notre Dame this weekend. Uh, it was just really good down the stretch, and I, I think that I think it's going to be another great matchup. Uh, UNC. And uh, excuse me, UNC and UCLA play on the 25th. Um, I, I think UCLA won, lost one of their star players. He sprained his ankle. Uh, Hawkes, I believe his name is. I don't remember his first name. Uh, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how well they do without him. Um, as of right now, I don't believe that he's playing. So also on the 25th, Purdue St. Peter's. Um, I'm obviously rooting for Purdue just for the sake of my bracket, but I would not be disappointed if St. Peter's moves on to the Elite Eight. Uh, on the 24th, Arizona-Houston, like I talked about earlier, I think it's going to be a super good game to watch just because of how good the defense is for the Cougars and how good the Arizona Wildcats looked last night. Um, Michigan-Villanova is also on the 24th. Kansas-Providence the 25th. Iowa State-Miami on the 25th. Who would have thought Iowa State, after going 2-22 and last season, would be uh, a, a Sweet 16 team? All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the NFL. Um, a lot has went down in the last week in terms of people signing, people being traded, all nine yards. Uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts, 
just happened today for a 2022 third round pick. Um, I think that this is a great move for the Colts. I think they have a very veteran tested Matt Ryan uh, quarterback coming into a already super good uh, roster, great O-line, star running back, good receiving core, great defense. I think Matt Ryan kind of fits where Carson Wentz didn't. Um, <clears throat> Carson Wentz always kind of seemed to fold in the big games, playoff games, and in, I mean, just when they needed him most, when they needed to get a game-winning drive or they needed to, you know, run the clock out. It just kind of seemed like Carson Wentz didn't have that ice, and Matt Ryan obviously won a Super Bowl. I think he is a good, I think he is a good pick for the Colts. I think they made a great move here. Um, I think he's going to fit in really well with the roster, just the way it's built. Um, Staying on the Falcons, uh, they signed Marcus Mariota for two years. Um, obviously, the Falcons are in a rebuild uh, with Calvin Ridley out. Um, Marcus Mariota is a great sign for them. I think the way that Marcus Mariota plays can be super, super effective on um, on the field if he gets a better like O line, and the Falcons defense steps it up a little bit. Um, maybe they pick up some receivers. I think the Falcons could. I wouldn't be surprised if people, if we saw them in the playoffs for the next four to five years. Um, if Marcus Mariota can stay healthy, though, that's the thing is he has uh, he's struggled to stay healthy. Uh, staying on quarterbacks, Jameis Winston is uh, staying with the um, Saints, two years, twenty eight million dollars. Um, obviously, he got hurt this year in this like second or third game, I want to say, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, Winston, super super mobile quarterback, uh, great arm. I think that they have a very good chance of making the playoffs again this year. Or they didn't they didn't make it this year, but they looked really good at the beginning of the year before Winston got hurt. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how they play with him back. Uh, yeah, moving on, Devontae Adams to the Raiders for a first and second round pick. Uh, Moving away from Aaron Rodgers, I don't think that was a good move for Adams. Um, he's arguably one of the best receivers in the league, but does that make him compatible with Derek Carr and the average Derek Carr? Um, I don't know. The Raiders made a bunch of moves. They got um, two really good pass rushers and Chandler Jones as well. And uh, Max Crosby, I believe, if I, if I remember his name correctly. Um, they have they're gonna have a, very, a pretty good defense um, if they can put it together on offense if they can get a run game going they obviously have Devonte Adams like I said arguably one of the best receivers in the league so kind of keep your eye out for the Raiders they might be pretty good this season not totally sure but um, it always seems like they fumble it no pun intended I'm making a lot of football puns today um, it always seems like they fumble a good roster so it'll be kind of be interesting to see. Uh, Colts did not go after Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I I saw that Matt Ryan he signed with him, and I was like, hmm, why did they not go after Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, but possibly the uh, shoulder injury worries that Jimmy Garoppolo has faced in the last few seasons. Um, I mean, I'm not mad that the Niners don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I would I would love for Jimmy G to stay with us, but I think it um. I think it was just interesting to see because Matt Ryan is kind of on the last leg of his career. 
don't know how many years he's going to play or how many years left he has. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up. Because if Matt Ryan gets hurt, and uh, if he gets a major injury, you know, whatever, he's pretty much done. Um, Jimmy G, he's still relatively young. He's a good guy. Um, I'm just kind of kind of confused why they didn't go after him. Um, I probably missed some of these NFL signings. I apologize. Um, I made this episode very quickly. I just wanted to kind of get it out there so you guys have something to listen to. I'm trying to stay consistent with this. Uh, so, yeah. With that being said, Major League Baseball, uh, some big free agent signings over this uh, past week. Trevor Story to the Boston Red Sox, star shortstop. Um, he played for the Twins. No. I don't remember. Anyways, Trevor Story to the Boston Red Sox. Six years, $140 million deal. That is astronomical, if you ask me. Um, also, another shortstop, Carlos Correa, is uh, signed with the Twins. Um, Trevor Story played for the Rockies, I just remembered. Um, anyways, Carlos Correa is now on the Twins, signed a three-year, $105 million deal. That is a crazy amount of money in three years. Um, obviously, Correa played for the Astros. I don't really like Correa. He just seems like kind of a douchebag. But um, moving on, Freddie Freeman is now a Dodger. Six-year, $162 million. Um, I am down bad simply because of the fact that I'm a Giants fan. Um, and for anyone in the MLB, this is just not a good thing. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing for the sport, but... And just in terms of competing, um, they have now have one of the best lineups probably ever. It'd be pretty pretty close, but um, just an absolutely star-studded team with Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, uh, Cody Bellinger, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, now with the universal DH, they don't even have to have a pitcher hitting, so um, just makes even more potentially absolutely disgusting lineups for the Dodgers. Jorge Soler is now on the Marlins. Um, Three-year, $36 million deal. Um, he was a big bat for the Braves in their, uh, in their World Series run. So, uh, yeah, just pointing that out. Nick, Co Nick Castellanos is now on the Phillies. Five-year, $100 million deal. Um, they're they are building a big outfield over in Philly, clearly, with him and Bryce Harper. Um, super, super interesting to see how that shapes out just because when they got Bryce Harper, I thought they were going to be pretty good, but they ended up being relatively mediocre 500 teams. So hopefully that adds to their, uh, their potential over in Philadelphia. Um, wrapping up the MLB, I'm going to move on to soccer. Uh, El Clasico was over the weekend. Um, Madrid loses 4-0, to zero, absolutely shit on by Barcelona in the Battle of Spain. Um, shout out to all the Madrid fans. You guys are down bad at the moment, um, especially you, Jordi, and Moses. M Moses? Moy. Um, so yeah. Absolutely shit on in their own, uh, in their home turf, Barcelona. Shitting on Madrid. Um, not ideal. If you are a uh, if you are a Madrid fan, 
Um, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for continuing to tune in. I just wanted to get this episode out there um, be as consistent as possible. I know that this is not the ideal setup, and it will be uh, back to normal next week. Um, just wanted to make sure that I covered all of this stuff. A lot to talk about, obviously, with all of the free agency drama going on. Um, and, you know, all of the uh, men's basketball, whole nine yards. Um, looking forward to the games this week. Looking forward to the games this weekend. Um, spring training is going on. Uh, whole nine yards. So, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. and. Listening, obviously, um, just super, super overwhelmed with sports right now. So um, we're gonna we're gonna continue to uh, pump these episodes out. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. I will see you all next week and go watch some sports for me this week.